Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie. Today is Friday, September 08, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Brace yourselves, Riverside. It's going to be a scorcher today with a high touching 97.1 degrees and an evening low of 71.2. But while the heat sizzles, so does the news. On our docket today, two world leaders join forces. President Joe Biden and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi are set for a strategic discussion against the backdrop of China's growing assertiveness. Chiming in with India's corporate buzz, we delve into Reliance Industries' new venture into semiconductor manufacturing. An entrepreneurial push addressing supply chain needs and the escalating demand in India. And from the realms of sports, young beacon of talent Coco Goff steals the spotlight after overcoming a climate activist delay propelling her to the U.S. Open final. Stay with us for a detailed presentation of these news stories. The top story of the day is President Joe Biden's visit to New Delhi to hold one-on-one -on -one talks with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, ahead of the Group of 20, that's the G20 summit. Elias, from what we understand, these talks emphasize significant issues facing both nations. That's correct, Connie. According to ABC News and The Wall Street Journal, the leaders are focusing on shared concerns about China's military and economic activities in the Indo-Pacific, as well as challenges of climate change, artificial intelligence, and global supply chain resilience. So, this isn't the first time President Biden and Prime Minister Modi are engaging in high-stakes dialogue, right? Absolutely. They've had more than a dozen direct interactions since 2021. And what's significant here is that the meeting is taking place at Modi's residence. This is a clear indication of the importance both leaders are placing on this partnership. Elias, let's delve a bit more into the contentious issue with China. Can you elaborate on that? This revolves around China's recently released standard map that purportedly lays claim to Indian territory. India, understandably, objected, exacerbating already tense relations between the two nations. What's striking is China's president, Xi Jinping, opted not to attend the G20 summit and instead sent Premier Li Chang. As per reports from KRDO and Associated Press, the U.S. government has been actively reaching out to India. Isn't Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen playing a significant role in this? She certainly is, Connie. Yellen has made India her most visited country in the past year, signaling a visible increase in the U.S.'s engagement efforts in this partnership. What can we potentially expect out of these talks, Elias? Well, sources like the Economic Times and Mondo Vision suggest that while no major announcements have been disclosed, the talks could cover the Indian Ocean region and civil nuclear issues. But Connie, there's a bit of a caveat here. You're referring to human rights concerns in India? Yes, Connie. Observers and activists have sounded alarms about India's treatment of Muslims, press freedom, and the nation's overall human rights record. These issues were brought to the forefront in these talks by Biden's advisors, following reports from outlets like AP News and MyMotherLode.com. Do such discrepancies pose any threat to the potential outcomes of these talks, Elias? They could, Connie. Critics argue that these issues might undermine the strengthening of ties between the nations. However, it is crucial to keep in mind that global politics often require balancing a mixture of interests and values. 
Thank you for sharing those insights, Elias. It's clear that the U.S.-India partnership has significant ramifications tied to various complex and interlinked issues. Absolutely, Connie. It's a pleasure. On to our second story of the day, we take a look at the tech industry, specifically the bustling world of semiconductors in the world's second most populous country. Let's bring in Grace, our tech expert, to enlighten us more about this situation. Grace, we hear that Reliance Industries in India, led by billionaire Mukesh Ambani, is considering entering the semiconductor manufacturing industry. What can you tell us about this? Yes, Connie, you're correct. Reliance Industries is reportedly in the initial stages of talks with foreign chipmakers exploring a possibility to become technology partners. However, there's been no definitive decision on investment as yet. This move primarily aims to tackle the growing demand for chips in India and address the company's supply chain needs. But it's also very much in line with the Indian government's ambitions of transforming the country into a global chipmaker. So, India currently doesn't have any chip manufacturing plants. What is the potential significance of such a move? Well, Connie, India heavily depends on chip imports, and the establishment of local semiconductor plants could drastically reduce this dependency and boost local chip production. Coincidentally, Foxconn and ST Microelectronics NV have expressed interest in developing a semiconductor facility there. They are planning to build a 40-nanometer chip plant, which would be crucial in various devices production. But I understand that Foxconn previously had some cooperation issues with Indian companies, correct? Right. Foxconn, indeed, had an unsuccessful attempt to collaborate with Vedanta Resources Limited on a semiconductor plant. But the new partnership with ST Microelectronics seems to be firmly on track. They are looking to get state aid for the project while focusing on producing 40 nanometer chips. Bear in mind, the Indian government has put forward enticing initiatives to encourage such ventures, including a staggering $10 billion to attract chip manufacturers. Very interesting, Grace. Now, if Reliance Industries, with a market capitalization of around $200 billion, does indeed decide to step into this space, how could this change the game for India? An excellent question, Connie. If Reliance enters this industry, it could hold significant implications for the Indian tech industry. Reliance can leverage its significant market capital to catapult India into becoming a major chip manufacturer. This move could help India diversify its supply chain, reduce vulnerability to global disruptions, and significantly create job opportunities, all while expecting a projected domestic chip market worth $80 billion by 2028. Quite a development to watch. Will we be living in a world where India is a leading player in the global semiconductor market? Our future podcasts will no doubt track this story. Thanks for the insights, Grace. You're welcome, Connie. Always a pleasure. On to our third story of the day. A graduate of the tennis court is drawing quite the attention. 16-year-old American tennis player Coco Gauff is off to her first U.S. Open final after a gripping match against Karolina Muchova. But it wasn't just tennis acting as a backdrop in this semifinal match, was it, Ethan? You're absolutely right, Connie. In what can only be described as an unusual delay, a climate activist managed to glue his feet to the concrete floor which caused a disruption of play for a significant 50 minutes. However, it didn't deter Gauff too much. She came out of this interruption to hit a forehand winner on her sixth match point. 
A fantastic display by Goff, indeed. Ethan, how significant is this victory for her? It's highly significant, Connie. She's now just one victory away from becoming a Grand Slam champion, quite an achievement for a teenager. If she wins, she will follow in the footsteps of her idol, iconic American tennis player Serena Williams. She'll also become the first American teenager to win the U.S. Open since Serena. Quite a circle of accomplishment. That seems like a promising forecast. But who's this young talent going to face in the final? Gauff will be up against Arena Sabalenka of Belarus. Sabalenka is the current world number two and no stranger to success, having already secured this year's Australian Open title and she's set to hit the world number one rank after this Open. The matchup is set to be thrilling, with the older, more experienced, warrior princess, Sabalenka up against upcoming sensation Gauff. It sounds like it will be quite the showdown, but let's not overlook the environmental activists' disruption. What can you tell us about that moment and the implications it might have beyond the court? The protest was carried out by climate activists seeking immediate action on climate change. Gauff didn't dismiss their message outright, rather stating that she believes in addressing climate change, even if the timing of the protest was unfortunate. Interestingly, this incident could possibly bring the climate change discourse into the sports world, where it often doesn't get enough attention. The blend of sports and activism is certainly noticeable. Now, Ethan, what about Goff's performance so far? What stands out to you? Goff's journey to the final has indeed been remarkable. The young American played beautifully throughout, having now won a staggering 17 of her last 18 matches. This follows her runner-up placement in last year's French Open. Her consistent performance has truly solidified her status as a rising star. And Sabalenka? She seems quite the force to be reckoned with. You've hit the nail on the head, Connie. Sabalenka's dominance is undeniable, with 13 singles titles worldwide and having reached the semifinals in all three Grand Slam tournaments this year, she's earned her current ranking. Her aggressive game is sure to pose a tough challenge for Gauff in the final. This budding rivalry between Gauff and Sabalenka certainly sets the stage for a great U.S. Open final. Thank you, Ethan, for your in-depth analysis. Always a pleasure, Connie. Can't wait for the showdown. Sources I used today include the Associated Press, The Seattle Times, USA Today, Tennis Majors, Tennis Connected, The Guardian, CBS Sports, The Grio, and GVS Sports. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.